Welcome in to episode number 16 of the One and Done podcast featuring Austin Atwood, Jake Huther, and Dan Cooter. We're back at you once again on a Friday night, and we're together in person, roundtable action here. Fellas, conference tournaments are officially underway. I feel like March is in the air because it really is, and I'm feeling great, you know. I not, feel amazing. Not much of a schedule to tonight's episode, just a just a shit show. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Jake, how we doing? Doing great. I'm glad to be back together in person to record. You don't have to look me in the eyes when you talk to me, all right? <laughs> all right. Well, we can just jump right into it. We got a lot of games to go over. Um, we can jump into – I want to look back at some of the conference picks that we had as well because I think those are interesting to go over. I found my list. Yeah, I, I saw you put it, it yeah. in here. Some of them were pretty bad. <laughs> some, of them, some of them were pretty ugly. But um, we'll, we'll jump right into it. Um, you can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Google Podcasts as well. Um, Jake? You did a good job with the timestamps last episode, putting those in. I will say. He's trying to help out the people. Yeah, I think they help out a lot. Maybe. Thanks, Mo. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, let's jump right into things. Big game, Michigan State at Penn State. Michigan State comes all the way back. They were trailing by 19. Sparties are hot. We didn't really get to talk about their win that much against Maryland. Many calling it their most impressive win of the season. They follow it up with a 19-point comeback against the Nittany Lions. They win 79-71. to Xavier Tillman was the star of this game. 23 points, 15 rebounds. Michigan State is peaking at the right time. Are we thinking they're going to make another deep run of the tournament? I think so. Fighting is those, baby. They're just getting <laughs> hot right at the right time, as you said. Um, they're getting really good production out of their bench guys and wing guys. Racket Watts had 18 points. Aaron Henry, Henry provided 12 points, eight rebounds. Six boy. And they need them to step up if they want to be good. Um, they've now won four in a row. And they're, you know, a couple weeks back, we were looking at this team thinking what went wrong. They weren't even in the race for a Big Ten regular, regular season title. And now they're sitting there tied with Wisconsin and how about Wisconsin projected to be the number one seed in the big 10 tournament is no that's crazy that's pretty pretty wild as I I I talked about Wisconsin seems like a while ago now and I really like them but they kind of had like a like a five and six quad one record at the time yeah and they have just rattled off win after win here in the big 10 as of now and you know they're still projected to be like a six seed, I believe it is, but they have been very impressive of late and they continue to win games when other teams in the big 10 continue to lose. And they have surprisingly moved all the way up and are projected to be the number one seed, of the tournament, which is huge. Yeah. They were ever since they, uh, that one guy quit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the starter that seems they rallied around each other. Yeah. Cause they were middle of the pack big 10 team for most of the year. Yeah. They were, I want to say, I want to say probably a month into conference play, they were on the bubble. They were projected to be right on the bubble. Yeah, and they have. I think they're one of those teams that hasn't really slid down. They just continue to improve every single game. But that's getting a little off track. But what about Penn State? They shoot ten of seventeen from three in the first half. 
go 0 for 10 in the second half. Something that is becoming a concern for me is they're not able to hold leads. They're giving up leads in games, and it's becoming a trend that's a little bit concerning to me. One thing that did impress me is Penn State held a substantial lead at halftime, even though Lamar Stevens only had two points in the first half. So Penn State has potential, I think, to make a good, decent run to the tournament. I think maybe they're a Sweet 16 team at best. Yeah. I don't if the, that maybe. The experience isn't really there for me, but – I mean, you could say that about anyone in the in the Big Ten, I feel like. I mean, all these teams are going to make the tournament for the Big Ten, all have talent. They've just been beating the crap out of each other inside their conference. It and takes a toll. They, it really does. they got to be happy to get outside of the conference and actually play someone besides all of these ranked opponents. It's been insane. Um, speaking of the Big Ten – Maryland loses at Rutgers 67 to 78. I saw this one coming from a mile away. Rutgers doesn't lose inside their own building. Yeah. Uh, school record 18 and 1. 18 and 1. Jake, was that your phone? Sorry. What's going on over there? There's an email. E- email? Who's emailing you? Someone right wants now? an interview? Yeah. He's got an Indeed interview with uh, McDonald's. He's trying to be vice president. Jake. <laughs> Just trying to make it big in this world. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about you going back to school for producing? You could use a little bit of experience. <laughs> As I was saying, Rutgers, a school record 18th home win. It was a game they needed to win. They're still kind of on the outside looking in yeah. as of now. And speaking of the projections in the Big Ten tournament, they get to draw Michigan in the first round if the tournament started today, which is brutal. Um, I looked at the other side of that bracket. I would almost rather be Indiana and play right. Northwestern and come through the bottom half of the bracket instead of start at the top. Yeah. That's an eight, nine game as of now for Rutgers and Michigan. Jeez. I look at Maryland right now and would you say they're frauds at the moment? I mean, two weeks ago we were looking at the state of three game lead in the big 10 thought they were going to run away That's, with it. And the Maryland's lost three of four and the only win was a buzzer beater at Minnesota. And they've they've pretty much trailed for four straight games, and their only win is on a buzzer beater against Minnesota, who's not going to make the tournament. So <laughs> I worry about Maryland, and especially because they're still teetering on that 2-3 line. So they're going to get a pretty high seed, it seems like, in the tournament yeah, still yeah. because of their, their good resume that they have. But this team has a lot of holes, and they're one of those teams that I think when Anthony Cowens Jr. isn't going, they really struggle to find offense, and that's been something that's played them a bunch of times this season. They they really remind me a lot of Michigan State, actually. They got the one-two punch with Cowan and Jalen Smith. Yeah. Michigan State has Cassius Winston and Xavier Tillman. The only problem is Maryland right now, they don't have the production that Michigan State's getting right now. Like you'd think guys like Aaron Wiggins and Daryl Marcel would step up and start producing like they were in the beginning of the year, but they seem to have fallen off and disappeared when Maryland needs them the most right now heading into tournament play. This was a team that could have played their way into a one seed, possibly. I mean, it was maybe a far stretch probably a two seed, but now they're looking at maybe a three, depending on how they finish out in Big Ten tournament play. Yeah, probably a three seed as of now. Um, 
Yeah, they, they scare me. They're, they're a scary team just because they can go ice cold mm-hmm. offensively. And Rockers, give them credit. They got a big win, 78-67 in the final. They needed it. They did need it, and they got it. They're probably going to need to win another game or yeah. two. Um, I believe Play they Purdue. finished the season with Purdue. It's at, at Purdue, Purdue as well. Yeah. That's I mean, speaking of Purdue – they're in must-win mode right now, and they got a big one on the road in Iowa, which I was shocked that they were able to pull off. The Boilermakers and the Hawkeyes are are two teams this season that we have known for dominating at home and struggling on the road. We saw it when Iowa went into Purdue early on in the season and got absolutely crushed. Manhandled. Uh, Iowa gave up 100-plus points yeah. in that game. Purdue sweeps the season series. Iowa ranked number 18th in the nation. They go in. They win by uh, nine, and Purdue snaps Iowa's 13-game home winning streak. They sweep Iowa in the process. Purdue led by as many as 21 in the first half, so the Boilermakers once again dominate Iowa. Luka Garza was good in this game, but he didn't get much help. It was his 15th double-double of the season, 15th consecutive Big Ten game of 20 or more points, the longest streak by a player in the conference in 20 years. Now, as much as we love Luka Garza – now, I know we're going to talk about this a little bit later. We both projected Iowa to win the conference. It's not going to happen. But Iowa, if they could get secondary scoring, they could make a run of the tournament, I think. It's just – it's very inconsistent with what they get besides Garza because, as I just read, Garza is about as consistent as you get. He, he's going to be there every game. Yeah, whenever I see him winning games, it's usually Garza and uh, Wieskamp putting on the scoring. Their teams need – it can't be all just one or two guys. It's got to be the entire team. They need uh, the freshman C.J. Fredericks to start hitting threes. Um, Tucson's got to come up big. And this team's good. They can win any time, but they're just going to need people to step up, especially heading into the Big Ten play. Are they – were they six seed? They're six seed as of now, yeah. yeah. So that would be they play Indiana. They got a buy, and then they would probably they, play Indiana. Because Indiana would play Northwestern. Yeah, yeah, it's either Northwestern or Nebraska, one of those two teams. And then and then Iowa would get that draw. So they're not gonna get a double buy, they only get a single buy, and then um after that, you know. Depending on who wins, it all depends. It's kind of hearsay. Yeah, things can uh, like change a lot yeah, this weekend too. Yeah, most definitely. But as of now, it's a big win for Purdue. I'm putting it, them in the refuse to die category with Providence. I, Providence is a little more drastic, just because they refuse to lose. Purdue still loses games. Um, for some reason, this Providence team has just struck gold all of a sudden. <laughs> um, their latest win, a big one over a fellow bubble team um, and Xavier 80 to 74 is the final Diallo has 25 points to go with Pipkins who has 23 points as well for the Friars. That makes almost half of the scoring up for Providence in this game. What about this Xavier team? I feel like we haven't really talked about that much because they've just, they've kind of been, I wouldn't say they've been rolling, but they've been winning the games they need to win no real signature wins as of late, and they're kind of trending in the wrong direction. They're creeping towards the bubble a little bit more, but they're safe as of now. What do we make of this Musketeers team come tournament time? Um, 
inconsistent, I'd say. They beat up on the bottom half of the Big East. I've noticed it, I wouldn't even say beat up. They win, but it's close. They played St. John's close, Georgetown close, won both those games. It seems like every time they play the top of the Big East, they're either getting manhandled. As we saw, we watched them play Villanova a couple weeks ago. Looking forward to that game, but Villanova blew them out. Yeah. Um, They're projected to be a nine seed nine as of now. Yeah. Which is Who would they brutal. who would they play? Arizona State. Oh man. Arizona State's another team that's kind of I mean these are, uh, the eight nine matchups are just an absolute joke. <laughs> like St. Mary's versus Providence. Give me Providence in that. Yeah. I don't know why St. Mary's is just such a high seat still. I, I really they're the anomaly for me that I don't understand. Like Houston versus Virginia. Give me a Virginia. Yeah. Houston lost to lost. UConn last yeah. night, yeah. which was brutal. Tulsa now in first place in the AAC. Yeah. <laughs> t- Tulsa's projected in the field as of now winning their conference. Yeah. They need they gotta they gotta win their conference to get in. But if they do, uh, they're projected to be a 12 seed against Ohio State. Tulsa's a very good good defensive team. Um, but we saw Ohio State. They got a huge win last night against Illinois after trailing for the majority of that game. It's a good game. It was. It was, yeah. it was a very good game. USC versus Florida. Oh, Jesus. Pick your poison. Uh, toss it. I'd probably point. take USC. But, uh, yeah, that is a toss-up. I, I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I could just read you all these off, and it's just the eight, like, nine, you, seven, ten. Yeah, I mean, even like you dip into the sixes, like West Virginia versus UCLA. <laughs> oh my God, that's a that's a matter of momentum, and I'm probably UCLA. picking the Bruins. Yep. Give me Nick Cronin. Yep. <laughs> Give me Nick Cronin in that game. Uh, what else do we have here? A couple of SEC games that were just mind-boggling to me. Kentucky. Loses to Tennessee at home, eighty-one to seventy-three. Kentucky was leading fifty-one to thirty-four early on in the second half. Volunteers go on a twenty-nine to nine run. They take the lead. Kentucky turns the ball over fifteen times in this game. Kentucky has thrown away their chance of being a two or a three seed. They're probably on the four line as of now, and that's a dagger for me because now. Let's go right back to the bracket. <laughs> Instead of being a three seed where you could have played a mediocre opponent, you got to play – you're projected Vermont. to play Yale in the yeah. first round of the Ooh. tournament. Yeah. Like, like Vermont is projected to be a 13 seed as well. It is – it is – it cannot be said enough how important it is to be a one through three seed compared to a four and beyond. Yeah. Just because for some – for some reason, just the uptick in play from the 13 and 12 seeds is just a lot better than it is for the bottom half of the bracket. And so with Kentucky sitting firmly on the four line as of now, I, I I don't know how the hell they lost this game. It just doesn't really make any sense to me because I hyped them up last episode and yep. talked about all the pieces that they have. They were your trending team. And, I'm looking at the game like I'm looking the whole time like I'm 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 refreshing the score and I see that they're firmly winning. I'm like, "Ah, right, Kentucky's taking care of business." I wake up the next morning and hear on ESPN that Kentucky lost by not like at the buzzer, they lost by like 8 and I'm yeah. like, "What the hell?" Like I I don't 
it, I cannot fathom what happened. It, it makes no sense to me. But with that being said, the, the, the metric numbers for Kentucky are a little skewed. Their offensive efficiency is very high, but I feel like it's with these SEC teams. Auburn can fit into that category as well, where they have won a couple of games that they probably shouldn't have won. And we're looking at them in a way that, you know, their seeding makes them seem like they're a strong team. But in reality, maybe they're not as good as we thought they were because Auburn lost to Texas A&M at home. Auburn was 16-0 and at home coming into this game, and they lose to Texas A&M. I think with Auburn, I want to. it almost feels like they play down to their competition, and they just chuck up so many threes. I think they shot well over 30 in this game, something like that, and it was a poor percentage. I don't think Auburn is a very good team, to be honest with you. No, I – you know, they were my team in the beginning of the year, and – Started out what like sixteen and zero something like that. They're that and, they're that dreaded five seed right now. Oh my god, who are they playing? Akron, Ooh. who was a steady team in the MAC, who was in a tight one at halftime. I'll have to look into that. Okay. But uh, carry on with your with your Auburn rant. Um, it, they like most of these teams. They just settle for these unneeded three point shots when you have a huge man in Austin Wiley just. Sitting there down low, Alabama begging for the <laughs> begging for the ball. Remember the game? Oh they, my they god! Fifty nine three pointers, I believe it was NCAA record. <laughs> it's incredible. They put up thirty threes. Thirty threes. They only made ten. Akron's tied with Kent State right now. God, nobody's safe. <laughs> That's incredible right now. Nobody is safe. LSU loses to Arkansas. Oh, 99 the story of the SEC. LSU is projected to be a 10 seed according to Jerry Palm as of now. They were at like they were up to yeah. They, I mean they were yeah they were under. Remember when they were undefeated in the SEC and they were leading yeah. they were leading the SEC for a while. We started talking about them and they have fallen off a cliff. They can't play defense. <laughs> Their defense is absolutely miserable. They can't get any stops. They give up 99 points to a lowly Arkansas team that desperately needed to win that game. Freaking Arkansas is still on the bubble. I mean, they were. I'm not going to say they refused to die, but they refused to go away. Them and uh, Mississippi State, who, according to Jerry Palm, is their first four out still as of now, with a net ranking of 51. And you have Rutgers right above them, who is 20 rankings higher at 31 in the net. <laughs> Jesus. Like the the loss for Northern Iowa today really helped out a lot of bubble teams. It, it did because it, I guess it's going to come down to it. You think Northern Iowa doesn't have a chance in hell of getting into the tournament as of now? I think they're done. Um, they they probably are. They have a thirty six net, which is going to go down after the loss to Drake, <clears throat> to Drake today. Teams like Rutgers, Mississippi State, and Arkansas, who I mentioned, that helps them out, kind of opens up a spot in the bubble as of now. But going back to this LSU team real quick, they've lost six of their last ten. As I mentioned, they're down to a 10 seed, according to Jerry Palm. And LSU 
had 35 personal fouls in this game compared to 15 for Arkansas. So LSU couldn't get to the line. And the score does not indicate how lopsided this game was. This was 55 to 34 at half. 55 first half points you give up. The, Arkansas is not a bad team. Yeah, they have some weapons. They had some injuries too. They had yes, and they had back. some injuries as well. They just kind of came around too late. I think it's a little too late for Arkansas. Yeah. But with that being said, I'm more worried about this LSU team. Them dropping to a 10 seed in this shows me that they're kind of flirting with the bubble line a little bit. Maybe the first four doesn't buys get, doesn't get much closer than right? when you're a 10 seed because you. 10 seed, you're a buy, yeah. essentially, is yeah. what you are. If you move on to the 11 seed, then you're flirting. Yeah, you're flirting you're, hard. You're, you're falling off. <laughs> I did. I, I am. A couple weeks ago, I told you I thought this LSU team was for real. <laughs> and now here we sit. Looking at them. Like, what the hell's going on? I should have told you the other day. I've just been like, I hate this Kentucky team. They suck. I don't think they're good at all. But in the back of my mind, I'm actually thinking that L- I like Literally, that. when you texted me that, because I, I just scroll through quick in the morning to see, you know, the late games who won. I, I didn't even notice that they lost. I thought they won. And then you texted me like, I, I hate Kentucky. They're dead to me. They're done. No, I was and in I, the same boat. And I didn't I was know like, that they had lost. I was like, I was like <laughs> How could you say that? They definitely won last night. And I looked, I was like, holy crap. Yeah. It, it's just, it's how the season's gone, like, in college basketball as a whole. It's just, it just that game just represents No, and it then, there. yeah, because it goes off of what we talked about on Monday where we're still having these mind-boggling upsets that are, leave us scratching our heads, and we're less than two weeks away from having a bracket. Like, what <laughs> yeah, the hell are we yeah. supposed to do here? Yeah. I really don't know. Yeah, we went a couple weeks, like, nice and calm. We you know, had a solid top four for Baylor a while. and Kansas. Jake shaking his yeah. head over there. Over green. Jake's yeah. a mute tonight. Yeah, yeah. You, got, you got some input or nothing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just staring at the bracket. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> the top the top ten was pretty consistent for a little while, too, and – yeah, All hell is broken was, loose once again. And we're almost a week away from Selection Sunday, a.k.a. the big one. <laughs> <laughs> um, one more game we can go over here. Texas and Oklahoma. Holy shit. Did you watch this game? I did not. It was 45 all with about eight and a half minutes left in the game. And the, oh, final, I could, I could see the final that. score is oh, fifty-two to fifty-one. Texas wins at a buzzer beater by Matt by Matt Coleman to essentially save their season. And Shaka's job. And Shaka's job. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, everyone wants to talk about Shaka. That's all everyone cares about, really. So I'm here for it, though. I like yeah. Shaka. I do like Shaka. He's a good bald-headed guy. Like <laughs> uh, Texas is now tied for third in the Big Twelve. They leapfrogged a couple of teams with the win. I put in here as well, this Oklahoma team, I give up trying to figure them out. I'm going to – whoever they play, I'm picking the other team in the first round. Yeah, I think it's – I'm done with them. I'm, jump off, I'm jumping off board. Are they – I'm abandoning ship. They got to be an 11, right? 
No, they're ten right now. Against Marquette. For they're that team. They're Marquette's they're similar to with St. Mary's. Where let's just keep them in the tournament. What, what's their? <laughs> uh, don't feel like could look it up. Actually, their Q their record against Q one teams, Oklahoma. I'm looking it up right now. It's got to be so bad. They have a 46 net. What are they? They gotta have five and nine. Five and nine. It's better than yeah, the one. I didn't was. It was one and because it was like one and nine at one point, and that's when we were saying why is Oklahoma still in the yeah. field when they have one quad one win, and then they have gotten a couple of big wins since then. Yeah, but at the same time, they couple it with a couple of these stupid losses, <laughs> leave us yeah. trying to figure out who this team is. So. That's where we stand with Oklahoma still. But Texas is a last four in as of now. They still have an ugly net at 56. Yeah, 9-8 and eight in Big 12, which is better from, you know, it's pretty good from where they were. They have 19 wins in the season. They have more than Texas Tech. Texas Tech is, for as good as their net is at 22, I, you look at go look at their just wins. They're really not deserving of being in the tournament. See, what I don't understand, they, though, is, you know, they're, what, one of the last four in right now, and you're saying they don't deserve, but why were they ranked, like, last week? Oh, my I, God, I, really I don't, don't know. I, don't, I, yeah, I really don't know. I really don't understand that. They're ranked all. number 22, and, that, you know, it just – it leaves this false perception that they're good because they're yeah. ranked, when in reality they're not. Like, when, when I, I watch them play, they're not a very good team. They yeah. – they have a really hard time scoring. They force things a little too much. They don't flow on offense. No, they don't because everything flows through Clark. And Clark is a great passer, but they just don't have the finishers to go with them. Yeah. I think they could be – I think they're going to be a good team next year if Ramsey comes back. Yeah. Is he, is, is he a freshman. expected to come back? I, I don't know. He's maybe. a lottery pick, isn't he? Might be. Jake's our official NBA expert. So You don't even know? Even when we try to involve you, you're freaking useless. God. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah. Um, their big win is against Louisville. Yeah, which was, was – That was the big 12 – Was it, No, it was some random tournament. Remember, it was, was a tournament. It, yeah, it was something It was like at, like, that. Madison Square Garden or Just something a, like, like that. Just a random it was on like game? A, it was December on, It was on a weekday, yeah. too. I remember watching it. Yeah. And we were like, wow, Texas Tech might be good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and all they have – like. Jemias is like the only one that can take the ball to the rim. Moretti just strictly shoots threes. Yes, Moretti does shoot a lot of threes, <laughs> which obviously isn't boding well for them as of now. Um, I also had in here Arizona State, Stanford, and Wichita State all lost last night, yep. and they were all ugly losses. Arizona State lost to Washington, Washington. who is in dead last in the Pac-12. Stanford lost to Oregon State who is bringing up the rear right with Washington, and then Wichita State lost to Memphis. Which which one of these looks the ugliest? Uh, on one? The Stanford one. Really I'd say Stanford, Because they were – they had – they beat – They beat Colorado Colorado, yep. And they were, like, trending upward a little bit and getting – They're not trending upward. Well, they – They're not trending anywhere. Because they, they were in, oh, right? Jake, they only went at home. They can't win on the road. They're like Rutgers, except they had – half the amount of good wins that Rutgers has, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, like, come on. You, you, what you're telling me when you go on the road to Oregon state and you lose is you don't want to be in the tournament. That's what you're telling me. 
And then I you're was, literally coming through the TV, putting your arm around me and saying, Dan, come on, we don't deserve to Dan, do this. Dan, we're on the bubble, but we suck. We suck. We don't we don't want to be in. No. We don't. We don't. The other team just let us win. That's why. <laughs> we just lost to Oregon State of all teams. Remember they were my team? I do. I do. That was that seemed like ten Speaking years of ago. my teams. Dayton's the only survivor. Dayton, Illinois. Yeah. Oh, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in Illinois. Was it Paul? That was oh yeah. <laughs> they started out so eleven and one. I was good old Nichols. And I like for yeah Nichols. They have a chance to yeah. win the Southland Conference still in the conference tournament. They're like two. They got to beat Stephen yeah, F. Austin, Austin though. Good yeah. luck with that. But um, I was looking back at the um, how was it? The first ever buy or sell we did, one of the questions I asked was, are all oh, dance teams yeah. going like, to make the tournament? You know what? And it it, it was a viable question at the time. Yeah, and I was, also asked yeah. if Syracuse was going to make the tournament. But I now, <laughs> chuckle, chuckle. No, you said no. no <laughs> I, was, I was right there with you. I mean, there was no way. Well, I mean, just got to win the ACC tournament. Yeah, easier said than done. <laughs> yeah. They're probably going to what? What are they going to? They're probably going to get what? A single buy? Ooh, I, I, there's that. a bunch of teams nine and nine. I think they're one of them. Still they were hanging six, around. Six. Remember when they were like fourth on the oh conference? God, All they had to do was win a couple more games. It was because Virginia sucked, and now yeah. Virginia's good. And they got a chance to win the freaking conference. Still, it's unbelievable. Speaking of conference, let's look back at some of these picks that we had. Uh, the AAC. I am sitting in prime position here with Houston. Thank you, thank you. You two with the Memphis Tigers. Come on down. Job, Jake. Hey, big win over Wichita State. Yeah, we decided that these were on regular season winners. Yeah. So yeah. you two are dead in the water now. Yeah. That's a win for Dan. Hey, the A10. Hey. We all had Dayton. <laughs> Talk about a layup. The ACC. This was interesting. Yeah, we right. all had three Ooh, different teams. Man. And are we, we're all still in contention here, aren't we? I think so. Duke, Florida yeah. State, and Louisville. I had Duke. Jake had Florida State, and Austin had Louisville. Florida State and Louisville are 15-4 and four one game, and Duke's 14-5. Okay. Respectable. So, it could end up being a share of the ACC title. Virginia plays Louisville? Yeah, yeah Virginia's 14-5, and five too. So they, Florida it, State what probably is that, easy. What time is that game? That's a 4 o'clock tip-off. I'm going to watch it tomorrow at the bar. Uh, yeah. That's kind of yeah. Weird. Florida State's got the easiest matchup. They play Boston College, so. Duke's got to play North Carolina. Woo! I'm not getting into that. I you want to know exactly what I said is happening. They're doing game day in Dayton, and Jay's flying to Duke to do the game, North Carolina. That's like the first time I've ever seen that for basketball. From, at yeah, least. for basketball. I, I mean, I. I guess like they're, they're like ah, Dayton, you know, we Dayton, love you because it's a, we love you, Obi. Who knows when love. Dayton's going to be good again? Right. So let's just let's send just him set, there. Let's just go there for an hour. You, you, see, you see Dayton beat the absolute crap out of Rhode Island yeah. the other night. Then you see Toppin. It was a beast. They had like three like Zion dunks. dunks. They were crazy. Except he's better than Zion. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Get out of here. Zion's ungrateful. Big Ten, me and Austin at Iowa. That's not going to come true. Well, uh, but Jake had Indiana. 
What the hell were you that? thinking? <laughs> that's exactly like that's exactly what you said when he said Indiana. <laughs> what? You're just like yeah. What? Jay, yeah. What was going I think on? they were on like an eight game winning streak at the time. They were getting hot. What? Um, what about Indiana impresses you going into the Big Ten tournament? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Name one player on Indiana. Ah, there he is. He doesn't even know who's the coach of Indiana. Archie Miller. There you go. Hey, cheater, just like just like his brother. Yeah, except his brother sweats a lot more. Speaking yeah, of cheaters, did you see that Kansas got another allegation? Oh no, what happened? You didn't see no, it? I didn't see it. Like a big one. What paying? Something with Adidas, Bill um, um, Self, and I don't know the logistics of it. They talked about it on the high end. Ion basketball, um, college basketball tune podcast. In morning. Yeah. Um, Probably just another slap. Maybe a conference tournament ban, postseason ban. I said quickly. something that said something of that nature. It's not going to, they had to file it by March 5th. Oh. So that's why it came out today, or it might have been last night. But they said, you won't hear about this until after the season again. And then of they kind of have to decide what they're going to do after the season. But Speaking of, uh, you know, scandals and whatnot, just triggered in my head. Syracuse does have a first-round bye because Georgia Tech, I don't think they're playing in the conference tournament because of something that went on with Josh Pastor or whatever. And, like, a couple years back or last year. So shame. Yeah, it's a damn shame. Georgia Tech could have done some damage. (laughs) But Orange first-round bye. First-round bye, baby. Oh, it's gonna go a long so way. So sad. Usually, if that were to happen, they'd be like a solid, like five seed in the tournament. What are they gonna end up being? I don't know. Probably like fringe eight. We'll see. <laughs> Lovely. Can't wait. Big Twelve. <laughs> Me and Jake had Kansas. Looking pretty good right about now. Austin had Baylor. Can't complain with that. Big East. Uh, me and Austin had Villanova. Jake had Butler. <laughs> at, yeah, at the time, it yeah. was uh, the Pac-12. This was interesting. I, wow. you know what? I was stupid. I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> this was on, this was like, on throwing it out. There this was on gut. This was on gut reaction because I didn't. I don't like anyone in the Pac-12 to begin with. You know what? If I would have gone back, I would have picked UCLA. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't have done that. But I had Arizona. Jake had Colorado, and Austin had Oregon. Yippee. <laughs> <laughs> SEC. We all had Kentucky. Hey, 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 good, job. good job, Jake. Good job, Jake. Hey, guys. Does Dayton deserve to be a one seed in the tournament? I think so. I think they do. Over San Diego State. Because you know why? San Diego State's going to lose tonight. Oh! To Wyoming? Or who they? No, they're Boise playing Boise State. State. Boise State beat UNLV. Who beat... San Diego State. I, so Boise want, State is going to beat San Diego State. I want State. Wyoming team of destiny. Come yeah, on. baby. We're nine and twenty-four right. is their record, Let's call. and they beat Colorado State and, and Nevada, and who are two of the better teams yeah. in the Mountain West Conference. I should mention. This is March. <laughs> Dayton with that win over Rhode Island the other night was just a real eye-opening game for me. Really sealed it for you, yeah. One I've, seed. They're they're a Final Four team. They are. 
They're and they're not they're not matchup dependent either. They can beat anyone. They have perimeter scoring, and then obviously you have Obi Toppin down low. They have a who they actually get, you know get it to. Yes, they and, actually use him yeah. and utilize him, yeah. and it just goes a long way for them. And it in a a year where there's been so much parity, the way they have beaten up on all the other A10 teams is very impressive <laughs> oh, yeah. to me. Right. I, you know, like the only other close one I think St. Louis that one Friday where it went into overtime. I think. <laughs> Yeah, that was they, like the only game that I remember whatever. that was close. Yeah, and so <laughs> all bets are off. I mean, in, in their road right now, they play Wright State in the first round. They play the winner of the Colorado Indiana game, which I think is a pretty good, pretty good well, bid for them. Maybe a rematch against Colorado. Colorado did beat them. Really when was that? One of their non-conference games. Oh, beat them in overtime. But... That's that's really far back. <laughs> That's like that's back when uh when uh Washington beat Baylor in Alaska. Yeah, yeah. A... <laughs> Can you believe that Washington's like on the bubble? Well, they did have that win over Baylor. <laughs> all the way back at Christmas time when they played Colorado. Yeah. My how things have changed. They sure they do. Dayton hasn't. Nope. What what are they on? What's seventeen games? Nice. I like it. Um, more bracket talk here. Who's a lower team that you think could potentially make a deep run into the tournament? Ooh. Lower team I'll define as seven or higher. Seven or higher. I would say whatever, whoever, like the eight, nine that would play San Diego State. I think they got a good shot at making the Sweet 16. Well, you Who's stole that? mine because I have, I have, I think Virginia could make a good run yeah. in the tournament. They would draw San Diego State oh, in the second wow. round of the tournament, okay. with, which would be fun. I think yeah. that would be fun. This, like this one, so this is, I can't, I can't guarantee you that any of these matchups are actually going to happen. This is just all based on projections, and right, as yeah. of now. Jerry Palm, the east side of the bracket, like, is just an absolute cluster. Like, that's where Dayton is as well. But you have Butler versus Stephen F. Austin, Crap. which is going to – would be a great game. Yeah. Louisville and Vermont. Like, Iowa was projected to play Northern Iowa. That's not going to happen anymore. But that's a great 5-12 and 4-13 matchups because – Stephen F. Austin and Vermont are two teams that I think are more than capable of pulling an upset off in the tournament. Oh, yeah, for sure. Then Colorado, Indiana. That's an ugly. Would you pick on that one? Colorado. Yeah, I think so, too. As much as I don't want to. (laughs) Sadly. Jake, what what lower seed team do you think? Simply because the way they're trending right now, UCLA. Oh, Jake. I'd go with that, too. I would. They could be West even, Virginia. Even, even Providence, even though as of now they're projected to draw yeah, Kansas yeah. in the second round, which is just unfortunate. Yeah, yeah they could keep we it have close. Seen, they got scores. Remember last year we saw the 1-9 when uh, UCF almost beat Duke oh, in yeah. the second round yeah. of the tournament? It, it's a, a 9 or 8 seed is more really? than likely going to yeah. keep up with the 1 seed, yeah. you know. 
at least in one of the brackets. I mean, typically they're Power Five conference battle tested team, so it wouldn't surprise me, especially this year, if they kept it real close, or even we saw the one seeds and two seeds go down pretty early this year. New Mexico State always gets whoever they're playing. Yeah, that's, and run. that's true, Jake. New Mexico State's undefeated in their conference yeah. as well. Riding like a 20-something win yeah. streak. Yeah, they've had a pretty good year. Play, I, I can definitely – Play Oregon. Yeah. It's projected. If I had to pick, you know, Virginia, Providence, or UCLA, seem like this, the – I don't want to say safest bets, but the most logical teams that I can see yeah. making a deep run into the tournament just based – Strictly off of momentum. Most intriguing. Yes. I'd say. Yes, most definitely. What about uh, one of these first four, typically? Not last year. Last year was the first year that they didn't win their uh, game against the sixth seed and move on to the second round. You know who I'm going to say. Texas. Texas. They they stand out in this group because all these other three teams are – you know, they're teams that are hanging on by a thread and they look like they're going to move out. Texas is going in the opposite direction of them. Speaking of Richmond, Texas Tech, and Utah State, yep. who I don't think any three of those teams are going to end up making the tournament as of now. I, I can see. Um, Richmond's which, just been hanging on. Yeah, no. And, and Wichita State fell out of the tournament after their loss to Memphis last night. That, if. I was going to ask you, what conference do you think there would be a bid stealer from? The American Athletic. I, I almost can pencil in as going to be a bid stealer. American Athletic? Oh, yeah, for sure. Could be. Houston I even lose. look at maybe the Mountain West, too. If San Diego State decides to you know, want to lose tonight or against. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the only way it's going to happen because San Diego State's a, a one-bid conference as of yeah. now. I mean, that's kind of where it originates from. I mean, American Athletic is – on the bubble of oh, only yeah. sending one team as well, right. yeah. which would be Houston. So Houston's into the tournament regardless of what they do in yeah. their conference tournament. But Barely. But I can see them. They lost to UConn the other night, yeah. just last night. So I can definitely see them losing in the conference tournament, which I, I can almost guarantee they're going to do. And then another team's going to get in. It's going to steal, it's going to steal it, a bid from someone. I think you're right. I th- and I think it's going to happen. You, 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 it, it, it's – it is. It's gonna happen. Like, like it's got, bound to happen. I look at like seven teams that could win. I, I'll Memphis, throw even UConn in there. Memphis, UConn, Tulsa, Tulsa, SMU, SMU, Wichita State, Cincinnati, Wichita State, Cincinnati. Uh, Screw it. Put put uh what South put Florida? Another, Florida yeah, Central do Florida it in there. Why not? Uh, just such a uh, such a shitty conference. Mediocre. Overall. Yeah. But they're just good enough where they're gonna they're gonna send more than one team. Does the A ten send more than one team? No, God, that's a good question. I mean, for as good of a conference as we thought they were gonna be, here we are with Dayton just running the table and everyone else is playing catch up. Uh, Richmond's sitting in the last four in right now, but I don't really know if I have confidence in them. Jake, they're your team. You know, they were your pick in the beginning of the year. What uh? Think they'll make it in, or I I thought Rhode Island was a team that was solidly in. You know, they had that impressive win against when VCU was good. Rhode Island's done a good job of working their way out of the tournament. Ah, maybe next year. They're they're like Stanford. They put put their arm around you on the couch and they look at that. I don't want to be in. We got a good chance tonight (laughs) against Dayton. 
Yeah. At home. Nah. Ah, nah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, God, I can. That's abysmal. I can see the A10 only seen, sending Dayton, especially because I think that they're going to run the table in the conference tournament as well. Yeah. They just seem like they're in just a totally different class than everyone else. Usually, with usually the A10, you know, they don't really have a. Yeah, because there's not a dominant yeah. figure like Dayton has been this year. That's the that's usually the they issue. got like one team, like a VCU. They're not yes. as dominant, but they're a tournament team. And usually, A10 will have like a bid steer, like St. Bonaventure will get right in there. Bonnie's. Yeah, Bonnie's. Uh, make a run like last year. I think they played in the championship game, but yeah. lost, sadly. Um, what was I going to say? That's the problem with the American Athletic this year. Is you don't Houston isn't dominant. No. So not even close. In a likely scenario, it could be, but they no. just choose to. I lose. don't think I've watched them play. I don't really think they're that good of a team. <laughs> they're if if they if they do draw Virginia in the tournament, they are scarred. What do you think? Under 45. Did you see the this, I saw the it, score yes. against Miami? Yes. 46, 46 to 44. I love it. I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in. Like, I'm all in on this team. Like, I, I want to see I want to see a 30 to 25 win in, in the tournament. Can you imagine the final four game <laughs> where they play like, I don't know. Let me think here for a minute. See, like, let's say Michigan makes a run in the tournament. They play him in the final four. 41 to 35, the final score. What a game. Virginia wins. <laughs> Tony Bennett. Going to the national Tony Bennett's going to cut down the nets with a 21 to 20 win. Oh, we're so good this year. All the hype, all the excitement we have for the tournament in Virginia absolutely craps on all of it. Just takes a huge Just eat our defense. Right Just on my eat it. Freaking chest. <laughs> <says Detroit. laughs> They're doing it right now. <laughs> God, this team just doesn't leave me alone. <laughs> That's a good God, way to put it. Damn it. Uh, we we talk about these 5-12 games and how brutal they can be for the five seed. Butler, Auburn, Ohio State, BYU. Pick one to lose. Um, I'd pick Butler to lose. Uh, and Auburn. I think both. It's lose. funny how we, we we have more confidence in BYU yeah. than we do in Auburn right now. <laughs> it's crazy. BYU is projected to play Eastern Tennessee State in the tournament. The 12 seeds are not to be messed with. No. Especially this year. God. Ohio State and Tulsa. I like Ohio State in that yeah, game. I take Ohio State. But what if – I don't know if uh, – well, if they decide, you know, New Mexico State kind of runs the table and they just, you know, move them to the 12. It could happen. Yeah. Especially if um, – Just like last year. If Tulsa know. doesn't win their tournament, yeah, then they could easily slot right oh, into yeah. that. Yeah, I think last year was a weird year where we saw – we saw two 12 teams play in the first four in. Yeah. Or the last four in, yeah. I should say. But so, Lately, or, which is called the first four, yeah. or the the first four games, you know, that have to be played. You have the mm-hmm. you have you have the two sixteen seed games that always happen, and then you get these other games. And I don't know if it happened last year, but it, it did happen recently. Where I remember, because I'm used to it always being the eleven seeds. Yeah. 
but last year it was 12 seeds. Yeah. I don't know what. Which is a little different. It was that. it was Oregon last year. Yeah. Oregon got into the tur- well, they got an they they won their conference tournament and got a 12 seed, yeah. which you don't see from major conference winners usually. But that just goes to show you how bad the Pac-12 is. Yeah. That's... Washington was they went I think they had one loss in their conference last year and they were uh, and they were a nine, nine seed in the tournament. That's how bad yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah, the, the Pac-12 only sent two teams last year. Yeah, and that was only because Washington lost in Oregon. Yes, yeah. Oregon. <laughs> Oregon was a bit stealer yeah. in the Pac-12. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. That goddamn conference. <laughs> they kill me. They kill me every week. <laughs> They're my kryptonite. I love it though. What, what one three projected seed do you think could lose? So one through three, Jake, like f- go first round or just yes, early? first round, first round, first round. First round. Jake, I'm looking, I'm thinking. I put this question in two days ago, Jake. So you could have thought of an answer, but you chose not to. So, so what do you got? talk (laughs) my god it's like your vocal cords have just broke and you can't say anything uh yeah um you know i'm looking at duke and the anteaters (laughs) i saw that i saw that too duke is just yeah honestly if i had if i had to pick a team duke or maryland would be my two teams that i would pick to lose that are projected to be a one through three seed San Diego State versus North Dakota State. North Dakota State would probably put up a good fight. Yeah, right. Maybe like in the first half, catch them off guard a little bit. Yeah, I don't think they're pulling any UMBC moves on them. And then I'm sure, you know, we'll be watching together or something, and then we'll take a look. And then they'll pull away. Just like like the other day. Just like the other day when I turned on the Air Force game and Air Force is winning and then San Diego State goes in like a 12-0 run. And so I told Jake this. So I was, you know, I was at work. It was like 2.45, 3 o'clock, something like that. The game was had to have been midway through the first. Things were coming up in the elevator, right? And they sent up the wrong things. I was going to take it down, get the right stuff. Just a lot going on. And then I just you know, peeked at the score a little bit. I saw Air Force was up by at least it was like thirteen or twelve. I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I texted you. I was like, "San Diego State's losing." Instant, I saw that. Just tossed everything aside and went home, so I could catch the end of the game. What a waste of time! <laughs> <laughs> and I got home. They were up by ten. Yeah. Sadly, right. I want them to lose. You've got a personal vendetta against that team. I don't blame you. I don't really think. I don't. Dayton's better. Yeah, I agree with that. Maybe it. You know, maybe we need to watch San Diego State play a little bit more before we judge too harshly. Just they're on right now. Just started. Okay. (laughs) Put it on. Put it on. (laughs) Jake, did you come up with a team? Yeah, Jake. I would have said Maryland too. Why didn't you say it the first time? Okay. Okay, Jake. Um, conference tournaments. We kind of talked about this a little bit. Wyoming making a big run in the Big West. Ah, team of destiny. Let's go. Can they beat Utah State tonight? I think they can. I don't see why not. Yeah, I don't see why not. I'm rooting for them. Go running Cowboys. Yeah. 
Liberty survives a scare against Stetson. They almost lost Tuesday to someone else as well. I can't remember who it was, but but I I do remember seeing that. Yeah. We talked about San Diego State. Valiant fight. Yeah. Against um, Air Force. Force. Started out really slow. Weren't making baskets. I think if one of these teams catches them sleeping, like Boise State probably can because they can score the basketball. Uh, you know, the Aztecs might find themselves in trouble if they don't wake up early on defense. Yeah, I hope they lose. Yeah, same, same. Um, Austin P and Murray State. That'll be a good game tonight. Good game tonight. 10 at o'clock. 10 o'clock. For all you night owls night out owls. there. Jake. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. And yeah, tomorrow we'll be looking at the got two championship games on tomorrow. Whoa, the whoa, Mount, whoa! Yeah, yeah. Mountain West Championship game, five o'clock on CBS. On CBS on the big and network. On, uh, seven o'clock, Ohio Valley on ESPN. Ohio Valley, Valley, that'll be a good one. Yep. Um, I wanted to mention the Southern Conference before we get Ooh, out of yeah, here. I love that conference. So that starts tonight. The big games are tomorrow. tomorrow. Eastern Tennessee State plays. Chattanooga plays UNC Greensboro, and then Furman is also in that conference as well. So you have Eastern Tennessee State, Furman, and UNC Greensboro, who are all capable of winning this tournament and winning a game or two in the in the in the, in the big one, as yeah. Jake would put it. Uh, Furman's looking at playing. Wofford, I believe. Wofford's playing right now. They're up yeah. almost by 20 on the Citadel. So. Yeah. Wofford's in a seven-game losing streak right now. So. They were they beat North Carolina earlier on in the season as well. Yeah, and, but come on. Eh, that's when they were ranked. <laughs> the Citadel, Citadel is a solid 0-18 in the oh, conference. Oof. All right. Well, so one would hope Wofford wins. What was that spread tonight? Maybe I should have bet. <laughs> Ooh, minus 15. All right. Wofford is looking good in that game, though. But I bring that conference up just based off of the fact that hopefully, you know, Eastern Tennessee State, they were an at-large bid at one point in the season. They're probably not going to be. They're going to have to win the tournament. But I can see – I'd like to see them get into the tournament. And as I mentioned, they're projected to play BYU, which would be a good game. The 5-12 is the dreaded 5-12. Jake, you were great tonight. You really had a lot of good input. Thank you. You looked like you were totally locked in. You had a lot to say. I'm very impressed with, with what you Thank brought you. to the table tonight. You. You're welcome. Austin, you were great as well. Thank you. Anything else? Uh, just looking forward to watch your watching college, some. Watch your college basketball, yeah, folks. Watch it. Watch Next week is going to be very, very fun. Monday, we will com- – uh, go through the conference tournaments, the big conference yeah. tournaments that will start. We will get reactions to the conference tournaments that are going on right now. And then I'm assuming we will probably give some picks on who we have winning the conference tournaments. I'd like to do that. We yeah. will also go through – well, we won't be able to go through all the matchups just because we won't know all of them, but we'll preview some of them, go through what we think is going to happen, and then later on we will uh, – 
update you in the week, probably on those conference tournaments and what is going on once we know the matchups. And then Sunday, Sunday's the big day. Oh, baby. We'll it's, have like, our, it's better than Christmas. We'll have our bracket. Hell, who knows? We might end up putting a podcast together Sunday night because we just won't be able to wait. We'll be too giddy. And then all that week, we're going to have to go over brackets. We're going to have to go into each matchup, delve into each. Dissect Dissect all of them, folks. Because that one matchup that you thought you knew. You don't. You you know nothing about. It happens to me every single goddamn year. (laughs) The Minnesota-Louisville game will forever haunt me from last season. I I didn't even think twice about it. Because I had – see, those are the games that you always get screwed on. The games where you just like – You know know when you do like 10 brackets and there's that one game and every – you know, you just click it. You don't even think twice about it. Oh, yeah, they'll pick – and then they get – See, those are the games that I hate because I pick Louisville to win in every single bracket and then I'm just – it gouges you because then I have Louisville Louisville going to the Sweet 16 – and just like that, they're out of every single one of my brackets. Happens so every year. It does. And we're going to make sure it doesn't happen again this year. Really, Dan? No. God damn it. We're screwed. <laughs> but it's fun. So, all right. It's a good one. It was. Good one. For me and Austin. Lots, lots more to talk about, people. Good job, Jake. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> for Jake, Austin, Dan, thanks for joining us here on the One of Done Podcast once again. Big week coming up. Hope you can join us. We'll be back for it next Monday. Join us. Thanks for listening once again. Until next time, goodbye.